Okay, so this episode is just pouring out of me right now. Uh, so apparently there's something here that um, that's really that's really calling to me to be said. Um, so I'm going to dive in and see what happens. Um, so, th- so this episode, we're talking about life fires, uh, what I like to call life fires, which are basically um, those times in life when uh, we're being called to grow or change or something really hard has been put in front of us or presented in front of us and um, and it's calling us to go there and to to do something about that so yeah life fires are really hard um, and I tried to write about most of mine in the book because um because I wanted people to know that they're not alone, basically, uh, because I felt a lot like in my life fires as I was going through stuff, um, that I was kind of like the only one that, that had gone through stuff that was that hard, or I just, I just felt alone, uh, during that time. And so, yeah, I tried to outline, uh, a lot of my personal life fires because, um, because I know that while I was going through that stuff, when I would read stories from other women, especially about about them having to deal with stuff, it made me uh, feel better. So, so that's kind of one side of the life fires thing, and then there's this other side about um, about this conversation that uh, has been going on in my head for a while, and. Uh, and actually I was, I was talking to Holly, one of my sister friends, um, who's actually in the book. Um, I was talking to her about it yesterday. So I think that there's this fine line between abuse and help or abuse and growth. And I don't know what that fine line is. Like, I don't know where it stands and so it's something that's kind of, you know, rolling around in my head right now. And what I mean by that is, I think that um, we as people can look at other people and say, oh, I see this place where you should grow. You know, I see this place where you could get better, where you could be a better person. Um, and uh, And then go there and try to help them basically with going there and dealing with that or, or being in that and, and do it kind of in service to them. And so, and sometimes it can be really, 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 really hard. And so it's like, what's the, sometimes, so I've been on the receiving end of that a lot. And what's the line between, sometimes it can feel really abusive. Like sometimes it can be really hard. And I'm like, shut up and go away. Like, I don't, I don't want to do this. And, um, and so what's that line between abuse and, and kind of help and something that's kind of, that's in my head right now that I'm thinking about, about this is, um, about that, the idea of don't remove the speck from your neighbor's eye without seeing the log in your own eye. You know, that, that old saying um, from the Bible that talks about this. And I think there's a lot of truth in that and that 
that when people see something that needs to grow in another person, it's also seeing something that needs to grow in themselves too. So it's kind of that idea of crash that we talked about with chapter two of like, when we crash up against people, um, that it's something inside of us that's, that's calling out for us to grow as well. And so I wonder if maybe this, when we see something that needs to grow in somebody else, it's also something that needs to grow inside of us, you know, and that instead of just pointing the finger and saying, you need to grow, you need to do better, you need to do something more. It's like an invitation for us to, to grow together, that there's something. So when I see that in somebody else, that, that it's also a call to my soul to grow in a certain way as well. Um, and, and for me, I think that maybe that's, that could be kind of like the dividing line between that abuse and that growth. Because if, I think maybe if we're willing to get into this conversation with another person and say, I see something here that maybe needs to grow and we're willing to say, and you know what, I bet there's something here that needs to grow inside of me too, that it it becomes growth instead of abuse. Whereas if it's like me saying, hey, you, you need to grow in this way, that while that person, yeah, might grow in that way, it's, it's abusive. Like it feels, it can feel very abusive in that way. I don't know. I also, like abuse is hard for me to say because um, I feel like it's very victim-y uh, and I don't like to see myself as a victim. Um, and so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say about that, especially given my past. Um, and then, you know, there's something there too of, I, I appreciate the growth that I've had in my life. Like I do, I really appreciate that. And something that I wasn't taught very well when I was young was this ability to put up my boundaries and to say, to, to speak up to somebody else and be like, you are pushing me so hard. There is something in you that needs to grow as well, right? Like I'm kind of constantly, I personally am constantly like, oh, there must be something wrong with me. Oh, there must be some growth inside of me, especially if it's a really, really strong voice. I have problems speaking up and saying, hey, there's something else here too, right? Like, yes, yes, you are right. I do need to grow in some way. And there's something else here too. Um, and I don't, I don't push back. I don't do those boundaries super well. Uh, and, and I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. I, I, I'm guessing it probably comes from um, my own past and not being given that space. Um, so this makes me think so much about my kids because, you know, with my kids, like we were really hard disciplinarians on them 
and um, we spanked them, you know, and some people I know could would look in on this situation and would say that we were being abusive parents to our kids. Um, and I think that for me, and that's always, you know, it's a place where I sit and it freaks me out personally. Um, and I think that maybe that's like a good question to always hold in my mind of like, where am I growing in this, right? Like I should, I shouldn't always be like my way or the highway, you know, that it should be like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing this parenting thing totally right. I'm going to sit in that question and allow myself to grow through this as well. Uh, And for me, something that really helped me with that was having a partner like my husband who's willing to have his voice be heard. And I can say that there was one time in particular when I completely overruled his voice and did not listen to him. And I feel like that was the one time where I look back and I regret the discipline that I I gave to my kids during that time. Um, and, and that freaks me out, frankly, to say that out loud, because uh, I feel like then the world's going to look at me and say... Carmen, you need to grow here. And Carmen, you're a terrible person. And we're going to ostracize you from the community because you said these kind of things. Um, And I think that that is, yeah, I think that that's a place that we should go of like, um, of how do we stay in community with each other when we don't agree on everything that's going on, you know? And how do we have these really hard conversations and allow ourselves to grow and then also put up the boundaries and how do we uh call out this stuff um without sounding judgmental towards each other uh and and kind of allow for that space of both of us to grow as well as the choice like I think there's this thing around choice. Like I get to choose when I want to grow in my life. And I also hold the people that love me so much. I want them to believe in a better me and push me towards that better me, you know? And so it's like, when does it when is it okay? When do I give? When do I give to those people that surround me and say, I see a better you that's possible? And then when do I stand up and say, okay, enough is enough, right? Like there's also a better you that's possible. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. So those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts for today about, um, about life fires. And I would really, really welcome all of your feedback on this. Because uh, this is a question that I sit in and I think, I don't know, I think there's there's a place for us to grow here and I think it's like this ripe and fecund garden for all of us to just sit and, and plant and, and work in and dig in and try to, you know, work on this together and figure out um, what that looks like together. So I would really appreciate you're digging um, and you're, you're kind of sitting with me in this uh, and sitting with, I guess, us in this because it's not just me. Um, okay. All right. So I love you all and um, I'm going to go on into reading the next chapter.
Chapter 4. Life Fires. In my experience, life occasionally sets in our path a fire to walk through. And each of us is given the choice to walk through the fire or to skirt it to the side. If we choose to skirt it, that's fine. Absolutely fine. And if we do, a little while later, life will hand us another fire. Only this time it will be larger, being at least the size of a bonfire. This is not because life is vindictive. It's just because it's the rules. And if we then do decide to walk through that fire instead of skirting it, and if we do so while also holding true to ourselves, we will get through on the other side. And oh, on the other side, there is always a rainbow. There is waiting for each of us an incredibly magical, amazing gift. That gift is different for each person and each fire. And it is exactly the gift that we will need in that moment. I was once asked by a sister friend if I really actually believed that. And here was what I said to her. I don't know if this is a fact. I can only say that in my life, I have observed it as a law, like gravity. We don't know if gravity is a fact because we cannot positively prove it. And we can say that it is a law, that 100% of the time, so far, it's worked. The apples fall down, not up. Same story for life fires. You avoid them, they get bigger. You walk through them with love and faith, there's always a gift at the end.